0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai,
1: there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first November edition of BXB, Bronx Baseball, the Yankees podcast from Odyssey and WFAN along with Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Keith, it feels like it's been like, I don't know, like a month since the Yankees last played I don't think it's been that long. It was last month, but we're talking the, middle of the World Series here. The Phillies lead the Astros two games to one and it gets everybody's mind racing. Man, what, you know, what are the Phillies doing that the Yankees couldn't? And I'm watching the game, you know, game three on Tuesday night and it's, you know, they're not doing much different than what the Yankees are supposed to do. They were smashing the ball out of the ballpark against Lance McCullers. And they're, you know, they're just finding ways to win right now.
2: Yeah. Um, doesn't feel like it's been that long for me. The, the wound is still fresh. <laughs> uh, there's still plenty of people talking about where the Yankees came up short and what they need to do. And when you look at the Phillies, who I've dubbed Yankee South and way before I knew they were getting to the World Series, to started calling them that because they've taken a few pages out of the Yankees' book. Right, one man's trash is another man's treasure. They yeah. have picked up some scraps from uh Yankee land and put it all together down there in Birdland and, and Philadelphia.
1: Uh, yeah, did you notice who was pitching last night it was Nick Nelson? Right, yeah. the game Nick, Nelson.
2: Nick Nelson got rocked by the Phillies in the uh 2020 summer games with uh no fans in attendance. I remember him getting. And I think JT Real Muto laced one off of him. And, uh, yeah, they're like, we'll there take that guy.
1: zeroes in a World Series
2: Yeah, game. Now, now he's pitching to JT Real Muto. And, uh, you know, we saw D-Rob Friday night. Yeah. Uh, David Robertson, uh, Yankee fans are very familiar with. He goes and gets the job done for, for them in the 10th inning. Uh, Rob Thompson, there's a lot of talk about him. Derek Jeter sang his praises on the, uh, you know, pregame show last yeah. night. So, yeah, uh, I feel like there are a lot of things that Yankees fans are looking at the Phillies, even their payroll, all this talk around Bryce Harper and the Yankees passing up on him when they had the chance. Yeah, uh, I think Yankees fans are happy that the Astros are being dominated, and I think they're also happy that there's a little bit of Yankees influence in the team that's dominating them.
1: All right, let's dive into this a little bit, because I'm going to get into Harper a little bit, because I think it's worth revisiting. But you make a really good point here about yeah, the Phillies payroll. Okay. Think about this. The Phillies payroll this year is 255 million compared to 264 for the Yankees. It's really not that much difference. You're talking about, you know, less than $10 million. Okay. Um, so they're very similar in payroll, but Keith, if I told like, really, I, I kept thinking about this. All it comes down to is winning the games. That's all you want the team to do. Because if I gave you the Phillies right now as constructed and played out the season with that, that lineup, and that rotation, and that bullpen, and that defense, and I told you this is the Yankees, there you go. You would lose your mind, all, every one of you, Keith, you would lose your mind that this is the team the Yankees are throwing out there, that this is the type of defense they're playing, this is the rotation they had, this is how many games they won, Bryce Harper is missing two months on the injured list with all of his salary. You, you guys, would, you know, all the strikeouts, Kyle Schwarber, 40 bombs, 200 strikeouts. He's Joey Gallo, right? He's the good version of Joey Gallo. The the Yankees (laughs) are the bad bad version of Joey Gallo. All the things you hate about the Yankees, you would hate just as much about the Phillies all season long. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, and their fans did hate it. Their fans booed them all year. Their fans demanded that the manager be fired. Their fans were not feeling them.
1: And he was, but only because he was seven games under five hundred, which the Yankees (laughs) never were.
2: There, there's something special going on in Philadelphia. They have a special mojo and energy. It's a special year. I think it's a great year for them and baseball with their story and all the different things that you mentioned. And uh, we can try and parallel, you know, the Yankees and Yankee South and, uh, you know, just a ride down 95 South to get to Yankee South
1: the- just got hot, Keith that's the big that's the only difference that is is
2: literally it they got hot at the right time and they have a bunch of players on that roster that are good players that are believing in themselves led by Bryce Harper led by some of their new acquisitions but really led by Rob Thompson a manager who has seen every part of this game who has been uh, a bench coach who has been um you know in every different job you could have in in coaching baseball he's experienced Derek Jeter said he's He's one, two, three, four, five steps ahead of you. And uh, I don't know. I look at the Phillies like it's their time. Uh, No coincidence. It's another NL East team. Uh, No coincidence that home runs are winning the games. Like they're hitting the ball out of the ballpark.
1: Small ball. There's no National League. Bunt them over. Home run derby. Home runs. Both teams. The Astros got there because they had home runs. Now the Phillies are beating them because they're hitting home runs. Yeah, you know,
2: but it's different for the Yankees, right? You know,
1: it's just it's just because they didn't do it. I mean, look at the Astros right now. Their hottest hitters are their best hitters are giving you zeros. Altuve had the one game. Otherwise, yeah. his postseason is a is almost exactly a zero. Jordan Alvarez. I mean, if Jordan Alvarez was playing for the Yankees and was doing this throughout the postseason. You'd be ripping your hair out, trying to figure out, you know, who this guy uh, – you know, why the, why is the guy choking? This and that. you know, these, their MVP. He was yeah. getting
2: MVP chance this year. That was their guy, yes. right? And uh, mm-hmm. he's come up small. Altuve's come up small. But it's, it's October. Uh, anybody can come up big. Anybody can shine. And uh, it's, it's Philadelphia's time. I'm not mad at it. I, I look at it as there's so many little jabs at the Yankees, right? The last time the Yankees were in the World Series was 2009. They beat the Phillies. But the Phillies have figured out – how to get back to the top of the mountain before the Yankees. And, okay. Uh, but let's,
1: let's, let's remember though, that, that, that blueprint included 10 straight below 500 finish, not making the playoffs finishes. Oh yeah. It's not a blueprint for completely,
2: completely different than the Yankees winning seasons and uh, winning records, but I don't know, whatever they did, whatever their owner did, uh, they, they figured it out. We could be jealous of them, but I just look at them as, Hey, they, they got it going on right now. They've got a special mojo and I hope they get it done. They're two wins away.
1: They've got a lot of mojo. That's really the big thing here. Teams get hot and we saw it. Listen, the Nationals were, you know, had that atrocious start in 19, got hot. The Braves were just kind of average last year got hot. This is a big thing in the postseason. That's why teams like the Dodgers get knocked out. The teams like the Mets and the Braves get knocked out because you run into teams like this. But the, uh, when you mentioned Rob Thompson, I Rob Thompson is one of the smartest and most generous baseball guys that I've ever known. Um, I learned so much getting the chance to talk to him on a day in, day out basis when he was on the Yankees coaching staff. So many times, you know, I you could pull him aside and just ask him about different situations in a game and different things that happened. And he would very, he's very good at communicating the stuff to a guy like me, which means he tells you he's very good at communicating it to players, to other coaches, to anybody else, to different levels of players, and from different backgrounds, and getting them to buy it and understand. But again, I'll bring this back to you, Keith. If you were watching the team win only 87 games, struggle to the finish in September, barely clinging to the sixth playoff spot, which wasn't even a thing a year ago, and you're watching his press conferences in not a very excited tone, giving kind of dry, bland answers, you'd be pulling your hair out. This is not the guy you would have wanted managing your team, thinking that you could get to the World Series with him.
2: Uh, We're seeing everything through Yankees' glasses, uh and and you you try to compare it to the yankees i I don't know I, I think these phillies fans uh like you said man you know their team got in because there was an extra wild card they were on the cusp uh, the brewers were right there you know they, there's a lot of talk about bryce harper being the dh and uh the fact that if they don't have the universal dh bryce Very harper true. isn't a factor there because he can't run and uh man i don't know i'm i'm happy for them i I'm trying to get the Yankees like out of my mind. It's a different culture. It's a different vibe. It's a different system. And uh, you know, they elected to go with Aaron Boone, a manager with no experience. And we're looking at Rob Thompson, a guy that was in the same round of interviews with a ton of experience. And uh, that experience is playing right now.
1: A lot of experience coaching, not managing, but coaching for sure. And he knew all the players. Um, It it was just a different listen, And I don't know if there was a right or wrong answer there. Um, You know, Aaron Boone has had a lot of regular season success. It hasn't translated into postseason success. Um, you know, we want. You know, this could have broken down at any point along the way with Rob Thompson, the St. Louis series, whatever. You know, his team scores six runs in the eighth inning against St. Louis, and all of a sudden, bam! This whole thing is is um, is right in front of them like that. Uh, big rallies against the the Braves, the Padres could have broken down any step. Could have, could have turned for the Yankees at any step. It didn't for them. I, I just think you know, there's a lot to like about Rob Thompson. I don't know listen it's not like you know it's not like somebody else jumped on him the second the Yankees said oh you don't want him we'll take him he still sat for five years and never got a snippet of managing job and the only reason he's a manager now is because they fired Joe Girardi in the middle of the season seven games under 500 and it elevated the bench coach now they rewarded him with a new two-year contract on top of that fantastic and as I said I there there I probably kind of one hand number of people I respect and have had as much learning experience from uh, as much as I have with Rob Thompson in over 20 years covering baseball. Uh, it doesn't mean though that you're looking at this, say how did the Yankees let him get away? It's 29 other teams. Nobody hired him. Keith, let's let's remember that this isn't some great mistake that everybody else saw that the Yankees didn't. It just so happens that he is right now riding the hottest of hot waves.
2: Yeah, I don't even look at it as, like, how did the Yankees not hire him? How did they miss this guy? I look at it as another jab to the Yankees. Like, hey, that was one of your guys. He was in your organization from Ooh. 2008 to 2017. Look what he's doing. Um, yeah. Some of those other players that you passed on, some of those players that you had, they've gone over there, and they're figuring it out, and it's different over there. And Good for Philadelphia. Uh, that city's going to be on fire. They got another game tonight. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just think everything is going their way. I hope that series doesn't go back to Houston. Uh, I even like that there's, you know, little things like Lance McCullers tipping his pitches yeah. and then the videos coming out of Framber Valdez using sticky stuff and. Uh, It it is an interesting World Series all the way around. There's so many storylines and so many things that people are keyed in on right now.
1: I love that. I don't know if you saw it. Right before the first pitch in Game 3, Tom Verducci is pointing out the complications with Pitchcom that the Astros were dealing with because of how loud Citizens Bank ballpark was going to be and that the the people using Pitchcom have had to put turn the volume up as high as they can because they haven't been in that environment before. Uh, I started laughing because the only reason Pitchcom exists is because of the Astros. Yeah. They're now they're now having to deal with this with having to work this in a loud environment because they're the ones who messed it up for everybody.
2: Perfect. Like it's perfect how these things come around and uh you know like you said the technology is there after the whole sign stealing thing and uh yeah. It's it's not perfect. It's not a perfect science yet. And um, props to the Phillies fans. I I saw a sign that cracked me up last night. It, it said uh, "Pumpkin Eaters" on it, <laughs> and it had the Astros colors. Like they, the Phillies fans have had creative ways of trolling the Astros. Um, I, I hope that Yankees fans can be inspired by that instead of just F. Altuve and yeah. Cheater. These Phillies fans have had creative ways to get at. Uh, Mattress Mac, um, there's a video going viral of uh, Lance McCullers warming up and the things that they were saying to him, yeah. um, the signs that they they've made. Uh, Philadelphia's doing it, you know. They they've got a great fan base and they've got a great team, and um, I, I'm rooting for them. I was rooting for them the whole way. I thought it might have been Phils in seven, but now they're saying Phils in five. Don't let it go six and seven in, in, in Houston. And hey, they have got Nola on the mound. These guys are hitting. Uh, I'm you know,
1: listen. I'm ruined for him too. I'm rooting for him because, well, first of all, you know, um, you know, longstanding um, relationships with Rob Thompson and Kevin Long and David Robertson from all their time in New York. Uh, definitely rooting for those guys. Plus, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but born and raised in Pennsylvania, about two hours west of Philadelphia, I was ten years old when the Phillies won the World Series nineteen eighty. Oh wow! This is wheelhouse for me. Okay, the <laughs> Mike Schmidt, Steve Carlton, Greg Luzinski, Bob Boone, Larry Boa, Baker yeah. Bride, Gary Maddox—those Yankees are are those Phillies are my Phillies. Okay, that's the team that I grew up loving and awesome. falling in love with the game. So the the ones after that, like didn't really do much for me. I had no connection to the 2008
2: team. Yeah, Ryan Howard and
1: Yeah, I mean Jimmy they Rollins weren't, they weren't my guys, right? Um but you know, this team I have an attachment just to the guys that I know and have had, you know, personal relationships with. So you're like, OK, I would love I love success for those guys if they can get it. Um, And the fact that they're wearing those uniforms, it kind of reminds me of my childhood a little bit. That's a little extra thing right there. Yeah, they're supposed something.
2: to be bringing back the powder blue uniforms since these games got pushed. And, yeah. you know, they you know, they, they uh, have an opportunity to bring those in, which are super cool. I, I, there was a thing about how the Astros and the Phillies have two of the best throwback uniforms in baseball. Maybe they can get the. Astros to wear their throwbacks when the Phillies wear their throwbacks and um you know I knew you were a Pennsylvania guy and a Penn State guy I didn't know that you know you rooted for the Phillies um growing up and then that was your you know team like you got to experience a World Series down there that young uh I'm I'm happy for for a lot of people that I know in South Jersey that root for the Phillies uh even other people that I've worked with like uh LG Red, Lauren Gardner from MLB Network she was assigned the Phillies for the postseason so she's been with them as they're popping champagne every way she's covering the Phillies um Hannah Kaiser Hannah Kaiser grew up in the Philadelphia area rooting for the Phillies and she's been there for Yahoo covering uh this whole run and it just seems like a lot of fun it seems like it's good for baseball and um the Astros losing again is great for baseball so I'm I'm all in on the Phillies no jealousy even though I have been quoted saying I hate Philadelphia teams and sports Uh and their fans I, I do when I'm when we're facing them but like the yankees are eliminated i want to see them finish the job i want to see them knock off houston and uh you know they're doing it in impressive fashion and they're close so here we go Uh,
1: you guys are joining us on our wfan twitch channel thanks for joining us here uh and if you are listening on the pod it is bxb uh, available everywhere your podcast we're from odyssey and wfan and uh, make sure you subscribe, download, review, all the fun stuff. It's free to get, obviously, and uh, follow along and get us all throughout this offseason because, you know, Yankees baseball makes news and there is baseball news, a lot to follow here um, as we go in here.
0: It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: We talked about Bryce Harper. And before we get into Aaron Judge, I want to get back to Bryce Harper for a minute because I think it's kind of interesting here. And I want to hear your perspective on this because obviously here's a guy that I think we followed all along in his career and said, you know, he's he's going to be a Yankee one day. As soon as he gets to free agency, he's going to be a Yankee. Didn't happen that way. The Phillies pounced on him, 13-year deal. The Yankees didn't make a move for him. after This is after the 2018 season. Uh, and now the Phillies are seeing the benefits of this. He's won – two mvps in his career already he is a monster player this postseason keith i mean he's he's moving toward the hall of fame okay bryce harper is is probably got a foot and a half inside the door at the hall of fame at this point he has to finish out the rest of this career and see how many more awards and rings he can win here um you know a ring here would be nice obviously but he's putting his feet into the hall of fame and the player the Yankees got instead, Carlos Stanton, at this point probably isn't, okay? I mean, really good career, really good player, but Hall of Famer, I'd say probably a little bit short right now. I don't know what's going to follow after this, but I know you've talked about this. I know there's a lot of Yankee fans who are still talking about it. Bryce Harper is a Philly, not a Yankee. And when you're watching him doing what he's doing right now, what are you thinking?
2: I love Bryce Harper. I love his story. Uh, I've been calling him the LeBron James of baseball. I'm not the only one. You know, uh, I'm 34, he's 30, and I remember him being in Sports Illustrated at 16. Um, there was something that came up about Bryce Harper at 13 having unrealistic hopes and dreams in baseball, and he's achieved them. Uh, in this digital age, he's someone that uh, we've seen have all the hype and come through it. Um, we, we saw him get into Major League Baseball early. He became a star in D.C. with the Nationals, but they moved on from him and they won the World Series a year after yeah. he left and he goes to Philadelphia. He changes his number to number three for Allen Iverson, fully embracing the city and three hundred and thirty million dollars. Their owner says he didn't pay him enough worth every penny. You're after watching.
1: he won the pennant, he said that remind
2: you <laughs> <laughs> right he said that before they even have, right before they even have a world series win he's like just it was worth it just to get back yeah, to the world he series. didn't say
1: that last year he didn't say that after he finished <laughs> under 500 two straight years with but him, the okay? guy he the guy, really guy is
2: the guy is worth every penny he's an icon he's as good as any baseball player you've seen as far as uh his swing his his fielding his brand uh the the person that he is um, his story, his dad's story. We, we were hearing about this kid hitting 500-foot bombs in high school. And for him to come all the way through, be an MVP, be an All-Star, get the big contract, and uh, now look like he's on his way to getting that ring, it's full circle. And, you know, as a Yankee fan, yeah, we heard about his dad being a Mickey Mantle fan a huge Mickey Mantle fan and and bringing his kid up as a Yankee fan and Bryce Harper said he was a Yankees fan he wanted to talk to the Yankees they didn't even talk to him yeah because they had six outfielders and playing him at first base was unrealistic and uh you look now at where he is and uh he's got a a long time to go still he can add to this and and yeah. like you just said he's looking like a hall of famer he's got epic moments yes. his uh home run derby that he he won and walked off and Um, Like I said, him leaving the Nationals, them winning the World Series. But look, he's about to get a a World Series potentially of his own with Philadelphia. He'll be a legend there. Uh, I'm happy for Bryce Harper. I'm happy that I've watched his whole career. Um, I've known of him uh, since he was a teenager and, and the prophecy has been fulfilled.
1: All right, so let me take you back and get your thoughts as a Yankee fan on this because, you know, it's pretty easy to say, okay, wow, the Yankees didn't even chase them in free agency. Boy, did they whiff on this, okay? But let's go back and remember uh, all the context of it and think about it this way, okay? The Yankees had just gone to Game 7 of the ALCS in 2017. They were a little bit ahead of schedule. Remember, they had that – they blitzed through September. They had a great September, held the wild card spot. They won the wild card game. They were down 0-2 to Cleveland – and then came back and won that series, pushed Houston to game seven of the ALCS. They're this close, and this is the baby bombers, okay? Gleyber Torres hadn't even come up yet, and you're sitting there thinking, okay, wow, this team is on the rise. They weren't supposed to be this good right now. Aaron Judge wasn't supposed to hit 52 home runs in his first year. Uh, All of that. They had Sanchez was an all-star. Judge was an all-star. Severino was an all-star. And I said, Torres hadn't even come up yet. And what happened was... There was a whole other year until Bryce Harper was going to be a free agent. And the Yankees said, I don't know that we can waste this whole year waiting for Bryce Harper and maybe signing with the Yankees. Okay. I think we all knew that he won. You know, listen, it was a great fit, right? But it was still a maybe. Giancarlo Stanton's available now. He just hit 59 home runs. You don't have to give up much to get him. And his contract is probably longer and going to be cheaper than what Harper is going to be. Now, okay, differences. Harper's left handed. He's younger. Stanton was right handed, older, Um, maybe not the best fit. But the Yankees made a calculated gamble to say 2018 is a window here and we can't get Bryce Harper in 2018. Let's keep moving forward here. Pair Judge and Stanton together and look at what that's going to be. We know where this turned out, Keith, but looking at it through that perspective, what do you think about the idea of what the Yankees ended up doing and what they didn't end up doing?
2: I, I think that Brian Cashman will be judged on the free agencies passed on and the guys that he chose to take on and the contracts he decided to dish out. I spoke last night about Bryce Harper's three hundred and thirty million, Manny Machado's three hundred million plus, uh, some other guys that you know, even this past year with the shortstops they've passed on. Um, when they made the move for Carlos Stanton, it felt like a evil empire move, right? It felt like, oh, yeah. man, the Yankees were in game seven of yeah. the ALCS. They already have Aaron Judge in right field. Then you add another, you know, uh, MVP that hit 59 bombs with the guy that hit 52 bombs. They're going to be unstoppable. And yeah, they weren't underdogs on-
1: anymore. They stopped no, right. underdogs the second they made that trade.
2: It went from being like rebuild the empire. To yep. 2017, we're ahead of schedule. To yep. so boom, putting John Carlos Stanton on the team. Here we go. We're off and running. But,
1: through the roof again. Yeah.
2: Um. You know, you fast but forward. To, the
1: they passed on Bryce Harper. Okay. Yeah, no, because it's simple.
2: Stanton. It's very simple. It's like it. That it, it was a decision, like you just said. Uh, Stan had 59 bombs he was an MVP he was you know trying to only go to a certain amount of places you didn't have to give up too much for him they inherited that contract which a lot of people said was one of the worst contracts in baseball they're still in it and uh, like I said, Brian Cashman will be judged on the fact that he took on John Carlos Stans 325 million. He gave another 324 million to Garrett Cole, right? Garrett Cole was yeah. one of the guys in, that you decided you wanted, right? Yeah. Cashman's white whale. He decided that that was a guy worthy of giving all of that money to. And there will be a long list of free agents and um, guys that you know he didn't hit on free, in free agency and even at the trade deadline guys that were available via trade that he didn't trade for. And Yankees fans will look at what they had and, you know, what it turned into. In 2018, with Giancarlo Stanton, they were bounced in the ALDS against the rival Red Sox. They took a step back. Uh, 2019, they were able to get back to the ALCS game six, but ultimately still came up short. Fast forward now to where we are with this team. They owe another 300 million to Aaron Judge. Will they be able to successfully do that? I don't know. But all of these things stack up um, in people's cases against Brian Cashman, how he's run the team, the decisions he's made on players that are on this team and the players that he's passed on.
1: Let me throw another wrinkle into the Stanton thing, though, Okay, Let's remember, he was signed to that deal with Miami Mm -hmm. and had a no-trade clause.
2: Right. There's only a couple places he could go.
1: Right. And do you remember where they they were?
2: Uh, The Dodgers, St. Louis.
1: Yeah, Uh, and now there are only four teams. Those are two. Uh, I think the Giants were one. Maybe the Giants. They tried to do St. Louis, but it wasn't going to work because he didn't want to go there. And then the Giants are the other, or vice versa, I forget. Uh, But then there were two American League teams. One was the Yankees. Do you know who the other one was?
2: Uh, The Yankees and... How about the Houston Astros? <laughs> now, Can you imagine that? <laughs>
1: now, right, see, now putting this back in, the, we're killing the Yankees for just taking for taking on Stanton's contract and being here left naked and without Bryce Harper, right? But now, think about this: if Giancarlo Stanton goes to the Astros, and What you've been doing, I don't know if it's going to play that exact same way, but you've been chasing the Astros for five years and they add that back to their lineup. Okay, Altuve, Bregman, Stanton, Alvarez. Right. That's their lineup. Um, And you're having to face that down. Aren't you then killing the Yankees for letting that happen when sure. you could have taken him and let him go to the Astros instead? Sure,
2: you, you had to play keep away. Um, we've seen what he's done in the postseason. Could you imagine him hitting a home run every other game for the Astros in the postseason? That'd be nuts. Against uh, the Yankees. Right, against the Yankees. He could have killed the Yankees. And people would have been like, we could have had this guy. There was only a certain amount of teams. The Yankees won the Giancarlo sweepstakes. But uh, they fumbled a rock. They made him a DH. Uh, he, he He got some injuries. And some other things that slowed him up, and yeah. uh, he was—he's never been the same player. So that what they saw in 2017 in you know Miami, they never actually got that. They've gotten bits and pieces of it. He's
1: been a good player.
2: He's, he's had a good two, he's player. A two, he's has been clutch yeah. He's had some some good October's, but as far as putting full seasons together, yeah, it's been hard. Yep. It's been tough to see him have a, a full, healthy, solid season. 2018, he helped carry the team with Miguel Andujar. Yeah. But uh, that was a season that they came up short, so it didn't really matter.
1: But Harper, but you know, Harper has you know, after winning that first MVP with the Nationals, he struggled a little bit. Uh, talked about the injury that he suffered this year that cost him to miss about two months of the season, uh, and then struggled in September as the Phillies were you know trying to get into the playoffs. He wasn't in form yet because of all the time that he missed, and he really took off in October. I just think it's interesting to compare, like we're, like we're looking at it right now and seeing Harper and seeing the Phillies and you can't just jump to that conclusion. You kind of have to put all the pieces back together and remember how they fit in order to make this whole thing make sense and say, okay, did they really screw up or could they have done a better, should they have done a better job or was it just a matter of circumstances? I think it's always a little bit of both. It's never one or the other.
2: Yeah. And and every, hindsight is 2020. Everybody can look now and, and say this, but uh, if the Phillies, Missed the postseason and the Brewers were in, you know, we wouldn't even be able to have some of these conversations. about. oh, you know, but that's what it is. It's it's Yankees fans looking at the Yankees and trying to pick holes in their moves and their decision making um, as a cause for firing the general manager or not re-upping the general manager. And, uh, you know, here we go. This I think this is the most important offseason out of a lot of these past offseasons, um, not just because of Aaron Judge, but um because of Brian Cashman's status, Aaron Boone uh going into the second year of his three-year contract with an option for for four and these fans who are just super hungry uh to get back to a world series yeah. and to have something real, right? I just feel like the Yankees turn into a pumpkin. They seem they seem fake. Yeah. They'll have yeah. uh, a couple good months that'll get you excited. I put out a tweet that got a lot of attention. I'm like their strategy is is simple to me. Live off your history, right? They've got great history, and they can they can always have a Derek Jeter night, a Paul O'Neill night. Go to the
1: ballpark and you'll see it, right?
2: It's the museum, right? There's a ton of history, so sell that history. Um, Field a competitive team. Spend enough money to field a competitive team, even if you're putting 21 million into Josh Donaldson. Like your payroll is up there, but then pass on Carlos Correa, pass on Manny Machado. Pass on Bryce Harper because now your new model is we don't do any more Jacoby Ellsbury contracts, A-Rod contract. We don't do those big deals anymore. We're analytics-based. We're analytics-driven. Win enough games with that competitive team where fans keep coming back. This was a hell of a year for attendance for the Yankees. I was in there. I I went to about 45, 50 games. There was 40,000-plus people in there. A lot. That was standard. There weren't many games. Uh, that were under 40000 And you can thank Judge for the end of the year that that he gave uh, with his chase. So that's also in the strategy and business model. Keep the fans coming back. And then when you uh, get to the postseason, hike up those ticket prices, which the ticket prices for this postseason were insane. They're insane. They're insane. I thank God that I was in the media this year and I was able to not uh, have to play the ticket game. Because I thought about years past where I, you know, was in there uh, spending $125 for standing room only and, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, people pay all of this money and they, they get excited about the postseason. And then you come up short. And instead of making drastic changes, you make excuses. And we're already uh, seeing the excuses. Right. As soon as the season ended. Oh, uh, the fans were brutal. They booed judge. This guy was hurt. And. This didn't happen and the scheduling, and you know, there's a bunch of reasons Everybody's, why people are got talking about the Astros,
1: people are talking to the Astros now about scheduling. How you're missing days. I mean, like, I don't know,
2: just play the game, right? i just, just play baseball. Play like the <laughs> you know, this is hard. I Hit and, and the ball. Like, don't strike out 500 times. And I'll tell you
1: what, if the Phillies do end up winning this or even pushing Houston, it just it it will continue to show you what the regular season win totals end up meaning for you at the end it gets you there listen that's Keith this is the NCAA tournament right like Duke can't go 16 and 18 in the regular season and get into the dance they have to go 28 and 4 and get in and then they might get knocked off but guess what nobody's asking to fire coach K when they lose in the second round it just happens um baseball's created this the more teams they allow in this is exactly the type of thing you're 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 just begging teams to get hot and if you've got pitcher like Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler if you've got a player like Bryce Harper this is why Keith this is why it was so imperative for the Yankees to just get in when you were when you know in 2021 when you were just struggling you had Garrett Cole you had Aaron Judge just get in and see what happens that's why it's that's why what you're talking about the idea of fielding a team that can get into the playoffs the Phillies are living examples of what can be done if you do it they are the team that just got into the playoffs spending a fortune doing it and now as you and i are talking they're two wins away from winning the whole damn thing that's why the yankees can listen it doesn't always work and it hasn't worked since 2009 i get that part but you're building a chance to get in that's what they've been about
2: it's all about the dance you you get in the dance and anything can happen and that's why I say it's such a great story for baseball. Uh, these these other cities and markets that might not feel like they have uh, the highest payroll or might not have all the superstars, they feel like they have a chance. So if they can get into. Uh, this fall frenzy, this October madness. That's
1: mine. I'm it's mine by the way. Hashtag fall <laughs> frenzy. That's me. Dollar I, sign. Bring yeah,
2: it. until next year when you see the uh bracket come out, it says fall frenzy TM oh, it's, major it's league me. baseball trademarked. Oh.
1: <laughs> but I yeah, get like, on that now huh? as soon as we're done, I'm gonna get on that. Yeah, the fall There's a lawyer frenzy. listening. Anybody, any madness, listening? let
2: me fall Frenzy, I've been calling it October madness, but it, it has made for a fun tournament. It has made for fun stories. Baseball is supposed to be fun. It's, it's great, right? And, uh, you know, like you said, for the Yankees, it hasn't worked. I feel like every season the Yankees are hurt late in the year. I feel like they're relying on a handful of players that come up small at the end of the year. Yeah. And you're seeing that. That's like the opposite of what's going on with these teams that are successful in October. I
1: mean, look at, I mean, uh, uh, Kyle Schwarber and Nicholas Castellanos are two great examples to me. If these players were on the Yankees all year long, they would drive you batty, right? Nick they would have been you know, hated. They Kale would have been Fields, certainly hated. This is all the time. You know, Joey Schwarber,
2: Gallo and Aaron Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, Could you imagine that? I mean, Nick Castellanos in right field. He was not good defensively.
1: And now he's Roberto Clemente out there. Come on.
2: <laughs> it's nuts. He I I met his I met him and his family when I was in the fan cave. He was a third baseman um, <laughs> when he was in Detroit. And now he's out there making sliding catches. Uh they play so together, you know, like they're like, hey, come in a little bit. You know they're like helping each other. Bryce Harper talking to Alec Bomb. Hey, uh, this is what you should look for. I just hit a bomb off this guy. First pitch swinging. Alec Bomb, Alec Bomb hits. Alec Boehm hits a bomb, yeah. and it's like all these people talking about it. tipping yeah. pitches. And it's simple, bro. These guys have meetings. They have hitters meetings, and they know what to look for. And, and that's what they were saying. We just have good at bats, and we he share some hangers it. too. You know
1: what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. good ones,
2: right? You throw those. You you hang those curveballs, or even the. I think he threw a fastball to. Uh, to bomb like a ninety-three mile, maybe it was a fastball or slider. Either, either way, it yeah. got spanked. And multiple, they hit five home runs off of him. Those guys were having a literal home run derby and rocking that place. That place was going upside down, insane. And uh, man, you 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 want that for the Yankees, but you're just not sure how that happens. And I feel like the Yankees want to be mad scientists. They want to think into like how to craft this team. That can can do it and and they haven't figured it out. So, you know, sometimes I think you got to buy players, right? The Phillies did buy players. They have one of the highest payrolls. You do have to get back to buying players, but you also have to be analytically driven and, and have information, but then also know what to do with that information when you get on the field and have a manager that puts you in the best situations to succeed.
1: And trying to stay there, like that's where they've kind of fallen off. And it's gotten old, I think, for fans because just being there isn't good enough. And I understand that. But you have these other teams that have cratered and bottomed out before they get to where they are. The Phillies didn't even make the playoffs for 10 years. The Astros were the worst team in baseball, tried to be the worst team in baseball for three, four years before they got there. The Red Sox have finished in last place a couple of times. You know, it's everything's great if you win, but you can't guarantee the win. Um, And I understand that's the frustrating part, but the Yankees have tried to give themselves a chance and the Phillies are just living examples of why just having a chance is why you try to make the playoffs is why you push your push all your chips in when you can, instead of just saying, let's do this. Let's clean house. Let's do that. Uh, It it doesn't always work. Sometimes it does. Um, The Phillies are riding a pretty good wave right now. This is BXB. It's the Bronx Baseball Yankees podcast, the World Series edition with the Phillies and Astros in the World Series. The Yankees got bounced. We're available on Odyssey from WFAN. He's Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. And uh, make sure you subscribe, review, tell your friends and all that on socials as
0: well. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: Listen, the Yankees have a list of free agents, and we can rank them, but I think we all know who's the number one guy. Um, Aaron Judge is – as soon as the World Series ends, Aaron Judge is officially a free agent. And, you know, I, I you're going to end up fielding a lot of these calls. We're going to talk about them a lot. Social media is going to be flooded about it, Keith. What are the Yankees doing? Where are they? Where's the offer? Why aren't they signing? Why isn't he signed yet? Guess what? Judge now controls this, not yeah. the Yankees, yeah, Aaron judge is in control. he is a free agent for the first time, and probably the only time in his career that he's going to have the ability to do this. He's coming off the season that he's having, dude, he's gonna take his sweet time and he's gonna field a lot of offers.
2: It's gonna take a while, and uh I definitely have to read your article, and uh I definitely have taken some calls on this last night. someone said what are the what is the percentage chance um that judge is a Yankee. I said it's 50-50. <laughs> yeah, sure, right I said, and I think it's 50-50. I think there might be a 30% chance that he's a giant and then a 20% chance that he's a Dodger. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a chance that he falls into some Freddie Freeman type stuff if things don't get communicated, if things get drawn out, and if he's ready to sign somewhere. And, you know, with negotiations, the Yankees have, okay, they got eliminated. Uh, yesterday was Monday. They got eliminated a week and a day ago from yesterday, like two Sundays ago, like ten days ago, let's say. So they've already had technically like ten days, and then they get this whole World Series stretch, and then five days after the World Series, where no one else can talk to him, offer him. You would like for the Yankees to lock him up in that time, right? You'd like Locked for the, the Yankees. Yankees. We He's know that. Him. We you would like that as a fan, like okay.
1: But I've explained, and this is the article that I wrote. I explain why this isn't happening because. There is no way in hell that Aaron Judge is going to get this close to free agency and not and see not
2: what's tested. on the other side
1: of that door. Not to te- you'd be the, the agent you you'd be basically cutting off the whole process and saying, "Sure, we'll take whatever the Yankees give you when you are seconds away from finding out how much more you can get, what your true value is. You are not a free agent until other teams say, "Here's how much we are going to offer you." It is, it is the union would throw up, you know, unless they gave it, unless the Yankees signed up for $500 million, which they're not going to.
2: He owes it There's no
1: way he's not going to free agency.
2: He owes it to the union and players that'll come after him. He owes it to himself and his family. It's business, right? I remember when, you know, and this is micro compared to how major judges thing is, but I worked at Fubo TV in 2017, 2018. Love the job, Loved the company. Uh, I was the first social media manager they hired. I got to run all the social digital stuff for the most part in the marketing department. I get a message from rock nation. Rock nation is looking for a digital marketing manager to take over in their um, sports agency, specifically working with their NFL clients and they offer me more money than what I was making. So I basically let my employer know, Hey, like I have this offer, you know, I'm interested in seeing what's behind that door but, like, I gave them a, a chance to counter, mm-hmm. and but then it got to the point where it was like, okay, they they countered, and they matched the offer, and they wanted to give me some more equity and stuff, but I had already started to smell the uh, grass on the other side. You, you like, said, I, I might like it over here. Yeah, cool. I'm like, ah, I kind of like sports and hip-hop and want to meet Jay-Z. Yeah, And uh-huh. uh, I, I literally told my family and them, I'm like, I've gotten this far. I have to go through with it now. That's I have a to very see what's on the point. other side of the door.
1: Keith, that's a very key point that it, that an agent told me about. As because a GM, uh, I talked to a former GM and an agent to try to piece together what this part of the negotiation looks like for Judge, and he said that the Yankees are. There's no way the Yankees are going to even make an offer to Judge now because he's not going to take it. All you're doing is you're giving him leverage. Yep. You're giving him an offer, and he's going to say. Look, Dodgers, this is what the Yankees have just offered me. What are you going to, you know, look, Giants. It makes no sense whatsoever for the Yankees to even offer him right now. He wants to test free agency. Go ahead. You're always going to be here to give him an offer. He knows who you are. Now, the key is, as soon as the Dodgers, the Giants, whoever, start talking to Judge, and he starts thinking, hmm, what's it going to be like to be there? Yeah. As soon as that seed is planted, now you are actually fighting something. So you've got to have – there's a – there's kind of a sweet spot there where you have to wait till he gets the free agency. He's talking to people, but you've got to kind of pounce with an offer before he starts imagining himself in those other places. Because once he does that, now you might be fighting a losing battle.
2: And it's hard to go back once you 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 start imagining yourself elsewhere and wondering what it would be like. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also played football. Um, you You get to go on recruiting visits. And I made a mistake in my recruitment. I went to James Madison University, and I absolutely loved it. And I said, all right, I don't need to take my other four visits. I want to come here. Mm-hmm. And and I would tell people, and I did tell people coming up, take all your visits. Yes, Go see what else is out there so you yes. have something to compare to. You, you, you have to go. You can't just say, I like it here. I'm going to stay here. There might be a better opportunity for you elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, I think Judge wants to win, but I think Judge wants to be paid as the player that he currently is Correct. in Major League Baseball, um, he's going to sign the biggest deal. And uh, I just I fear that if he starts to go back to, or if he goes to if he goes if he goes back home and he starts to see what the Giants have to offer, they've been preparing for this for a little while. They're going to do their best to roll mm-hmm. out the red carpet and to wine and dine him and oh. to show him what's hey, going on. Hey, over Aaron, there this and, is
1: Barry Bonds. How you doing?
2: Right, and, you know? and and there's something I can speak to as well about being a fan. I said last night, you know, you know, me being in the booth with you and Susan and and John during the rain delay, you know, in the postseason. I'm like, man, how did I end up here? I yeah. Yeah. I would be out there in a poncho in uh-huh. the rain, uh, yeah. you know, mad. But I'm like, you know, I'm blessed to, to have gotten here. And that stems from my fandom. Right. That stems that stems from me listening to you do rain delay theater and me being a Yankee fan and like actually getting there it it blows your mind so there's something that is to be like like he, they could blow his mind there's something yeah, to be said does. about the fact that he, he he still goes home and watches Giants games after he plays his Yankees games he, there's something to be said about him being a little boy and being a Barry Bonds fan this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity if they do ante up and they do put the money on the piece of paper that you know judge can't refuse he's gone he's gone and I, I, we've seen we've seen athletes make moves like I'm a Nets fan. I've seen Kevin Durant go from Oklahoma City to the Warriors. Yeah. Can't beat him. Join him. And yeah. people hated him for that. And he came through that. Athletes are doing what's best for them, for their Correct. families, for their future. And uh, Judge has done a, a ton for the New York Yankees. I literally won't even be mad if the Yankees drop the ball on this and somehow he signs with the San Francisco giants.
1: And I and listen, I don't think it's, I, I mean, you know, you're kind of painting the other side of the picture. That as soon as he sniffs it, he's gone. I don't think it's there yet, but I mean, it's always a danger. Okay. The Yankees do still have the advantage of being the Yankees. You know, their payroll's not going down. You know, that they're always going to be in the mix there. You've seen, we talked about how these other teams have gone through cycles where you know, they finished in last place. The Red Sox still spend a fortune. The Giants spend a fortune, miss the playoffs. Okay. That can happen. Um, but where the Yankee and the, the question I get, well, listen, the Yankee messed this up. They should have locked him up a long time ago. Well, it wasn't happening. You know, first of all, you weren't going to lock him up after 2018 and 19, the injury filled seasons. Um, and he knew what his potential value was if you put together good seasons. So he's not going to short circuit. You saw the Yankees offered him over $30 million a year. Mm. And he said, that's not good enough. OK, so you, you know, you it's not like the Yankees didn't make whatever their offer was, but they're only going so far when they're bidding against themselves. Sure. So now you're getting to the point where you the note where's the number going to go? The, if if he wants to get 300, OK, eight, eight for 300 is thirty seven and a half per season. That's going to be a record AAV. It'll be a three hundred million dollar deal. That's that's pretty strong number, okay? I think that's a pretty strong number. But remember where the Yankees were. They were at 213, okay? If the Yankees offered 250, he's probably still not signing. Like, he knows. He bet on himself, and he did this. He's not getting this close to free agency. There is not a number the Yankees could have put in front of him that didn't start with a four, probably, that he's going to just sign. No questions asked, Keith. He was going to test it.
2: Biggest decision of his life. Um, I was talking last night about the Mookie Betts contract. Because that's what I thought the Yankees looked at, like okay, Mookie Betts signed that three-year, um, not three-year, that thirty-point-five million a million-dollar-year mm-hmm. deal for twelve years, uh, but that was a couple years back. And Judge looked at that like I'm better than Mookie. It was Mookie also Betts. an
1: extension. Let's forget that's that not too. that was not a free agent contract. Mm-hmm. There was not open bidding on Mookie Betts. He was mm-hmm. traded and signed an extension. And there's a big difference in the business process.
2: And this would have been an extension for Judge, yes. and that's why I just you know I remember. I remember exactly how I felt opening day and thinking about it. I didn't feel like it was a low ball offer. I said, Hey, that's a fortune and you don't turn down your first fortune. But I said also as Yankees fans, if we have a motivated Aaron judge oh, going yeah. out there with something to prove, yes. we turn down 230 million. That means we're gonna have a good time this year. That yeah. means that this guy's gonna be locked in. He's gonna go off and look at the season he had. He he breaks the home run record for the AL. Sixty two bombs. He he almost had the triple crown. He bats three eleven. One hundred thirty one RBI. A ridiculous year. Carried the team. Walked the team off. Hit big big home runs. Had multiple games with two home runs. Like the guy went absolutely off yeah. in the in the the year that he had to. So he's gonna see this through. Um, and I think that the Giants are up there. I think that the Dodgers will be up there just because they're division rivals with the Giants and I think the Yankees obviously have the captaincy that they can offer him, uh some endorsements and maybe even some access to some secret clubs and and, and uh, dinners and who knows what else. Captain's a real thing. You can start to you you can start to put that in motion.
1: I mean, you know, you say, "Listen, you sign here, you're going to be captain." Like that's they, that didn't come with Jeter's contract. He signed an extension And he was still there, were still some veteran players on the team at that point. Um, that didn't come till 2003 when he had kind of moved past some of those guys. Um, I I think Judge is probably at the point where you can make that part of the contract and say, dude, you're going to be captain of the Yankees, and which means you're going to have one of those big plaques out there one day. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what you're going to be, and that could mean something, but the number has to be right, too.
2: The number has to be right. And I think Judge is a baseball fan, historian. I think he does understand his place in Yankee culture and Yankee lore. And like I mentioned earlier, the Yankees living off their history, having Derek Jeter nights and Paul O'Neill nights, and any chance they can honor the 20 year, 30 year, 40 year anniversary is something they're going to do it. We're running out of numbers. That'll be retired. We're running out of those nights to have what's the next generation, right? I'm, I'm 34 I'm in there uh getting emotional looking at Jeter's whole career and Jeter coming out with his kids who have no idea about what he did and and I'm having my my whole baseball life flash in front of my eyes like man this is how I got into baseball watching Derek Jeter in 96 97 98 and now I'm here at his hall of fame plaque night like what's the next one for these young kids that got into baseball watching Aaron Judge as a rookie in 2017 um
1: you know, you know how I know the game has changed because I'm I'm on my son's soccer game, and there are soccer players on wearing number ninety nine. Okay, yeah, like I don't follow soccer, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're not wearing it for some. some no, ninety nine is
2: Judge. I don't they, even they, know if there's a ninety nine in the NFL that is they're that requesting
1: ninety nines. Okay, little kids are requesting. No matter what sport they're in, little kids are now requesting ninety nine. That's where Aaron Judge is. Uh, that's the kind of player he is, and the Yankees have this sweet spot that they're going to have to hit Keith of letting him get the free agency and say, go ahead. We know you want to see what's out there. We don't mind. Go ahead and see what's out there. But then we're going to come back to you and say, here's why we want you here. And the here's why we want you here is going to include a whole lot of money. And it's going to include, you know, probably the idea that, you know, he's going to be a captain and, and whatever else comes with that. Um, But they are, You know, it's going to be a lot more money than they offered him in April. It just has to be. And they know that. But they also know that he's not going to take anything right now. So, you know, that's why halfway through the season, you know, this was true. When Aaron Judge was at 30 home runs and had a chance at 60, you knew that there was no contract he was going to sign until he got to free agency because you're not short circuiting that process. The value only goes up. When more bidders enter the market, whether it's Fubo or Jay Z or whoever you want to talk
2: about, <laughs> yeah. And to bring that story around, I went to Rock Nation and I quit after three months. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> because he you know, didn't like it. You
1: went for the money and he didn't like exactly.
2: it. Exactly. I went for the money and the name and 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 you know what I thought I was getting into, and I was like, this wasn't for me. Uh, I would have liked to go go back. To fubo but no everything happens for a reason after i quit that job i was like i want to get in the sports media i gotta start making content and here we are now but That's with judge it. with judge yeah he is an icon um and i i'm kind of worried about this i know we don't have the time but hey we'll, we'll be back on another episode Yeah, um and ryan just put in the chat yanks planning media availability with boone and cashman on friday so maybe we'll plan to have an episode Coming off that, I don't know what time it'll be Friday. Maybe we'll yeah, do one obviously. Monday. Uh, um, I'll tell you
1: what, though, that probably means. And those, before we hit what you're going to hit, like we know that Aaron Boone is coming back. Hal Steimer has said that. I mean, it would likely. My experience tells me the Yankees aren't going to hold a media availability with Brian Cashman. Cashman's back. If he's if he's not back, if he's you know if there's any sort of limbo there. Um, and i listen, we I think it's people this, talking like, about Cashman's it was pointing in that direction, right? We all knew that that was going to happen. Uh, but we can react to that more based off of the answers that he gives at that point in time. But you were going to say something else.
2: Yeah, speaking of Cashman's job, and, and I've said on WFAN since I got on, that is Brian Cashman's job until he doesn't want it anymore. He's mm. 55. He might have another 10 years there. If he wants to do that until he retires, he's going to. They they don't know any other way. They don't have any other guy. And there isn't a, there isn't a guy I think they can elevate in – the Yankees organization, Michael Fishman, they're 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 the same thing. Um, and there's no outside guy. There isn't this like guy rising up. I hear people throw like Theo Epstein's name out there or even the guy uh, Stearns from Milwaukee. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like Brian Cashman is respected. That's his job until he doesn't want it, whether you like it or not, whether you have all of these long lists of things. Oh, he hasn't developed the pitching. He missed out on these free agents. Yeah, but he's also done things like, you know, I had a long list um, of, you know, the players that showed up this postseason, like Harrison Bader, Anthony Rizzo, Wandy Peralta. I'm like, those are Cashman moves. So yeah. you have to well, give him credit.
1: And DJ LeMay, you just won gold gloves. You, <laughs> you know? have gloves to give him life. credit.
2: Yeah, you have to give him credit for that. But here's what I, what I was going to get at that I didn't um, end up saying. It falls in line with Cashman's job. There's a weight for Aaron Judge, but you can't not do anything else while you wait for Aaron judge because other free agents are going to come off the board and other moves are going to be made. And this team has way more issues than just right field and Aaron judge.
1: Yeah. And and think about this way. I mean, if you want Aaron judge, okay. I thought about this the other day. Now I understand it does. It doesn't have to equal this way, but you want to pick, if you're going to woo Aaron judge as a, as a free agent. Okay. You want to show him the best of your organization and show him that this is the place where he should be playing. Is organizational upheaval, firing a manager and general manager, the picture you want to paint with your most important player, uh, getting to choose where he's going to work for the next seven or eight or 10 years? Nope. Uh, I, that That's not the perfect reason to bring them back, but I don't think that... That paints the picture you want. Organizational instability is not the picture you want uh, when your best player is a free agent.
2: I I don't think the Mets are a dark horse candidate, but these Mets fans seem to think that they have a shot at getting Aaron Judge. I just don't think he would he would mess up his uh, history with the Yankees and go to the Mets. If you go to the Giants, the
1: money money can talk. You never know. I I never said never. No, oh, you scored. know what I
2: you know what I said too in my like my like post season, post season, like post post rant. I said, you don't want to blow this up right now. Right. During this regular season, there were points in this regular season where people were saying the Mets are the new gold standard of baseball in New York. Steve Cohen is the new George Steinbrenner. You want to blow this up right now when you have this right in town? not not talking about the whole league just focusing yeah. on new york yeah. do you want to do you want to blow this up right now uh get rid of your general manager get rid of your manager not sign judge and be in a situation where you potentially miss the postseason and then the mets go back to the book po- like you talk about that like i don't i don't know if they think about that but this is not the time to blow it up this oh, is and the then, time and then to Garrett
1: Cole, by the way is gonna say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna you know uh ask you to trade me because i don't you know this is all a mess
2: yeah i don't want the prime of my career and nobody wants to be in a rebuild right now and it's not the time for the yankees to blow it up and they're not going to blow it up they got to the american league championship embarrassingly got swept but they won 99 games they won the division and they got to the american league championship again there is one team standing in the way the houston astros and they need to figure out what to do to be able to go toe to toe with Houston and beat them. They have the blueprint. I don't know in all of these World Series from the Phillies, the Braves, the Nationals, the NL East going toe to toe and beating them.
1: Hit home runs, guys. That's what they do. Hit the Phillies home, runs. home runs last year. Out home or the Hit home runs. The Nationals hit home runs.
2: If you're gonna bring in a guy like Josh Donaldson, expecting him to have pop and hit 20 home runs, make sure he's actually like that. Make sure he yeah. can still do that.
1: Yeah, there was, I think, I think that was, you know, and there we got a list of guys we're going to have to get to next time because, you know, we've got the, the who stays and who goes. I mean, we, we touched on judge Boone and Cashman, but you know, Donaldson and Hicks and Connor Falefa, maybe Torres, uh, you know, there's going to be turnover in pitchers, you know, Tyone is there. Um, there's a lot to consider right there, but you know, we should probably save that for next time. I know you're, um, uh, you mentioned, uh, your, uh, Partner at MLB Network was uh, Lauren Gardner. Um, Alana Rizzo had a new partner uh, in uh, on High Heat. Uh, stepping in for Chris Russo was Harrison Bader. He made yep. a couple of appearances over there, too. Um, this is a guy that I think Yankee fans got to like in the month that they got to see him.
2: He's great. I already have said, uh, get me a number 22, a yeah. 22 pinstripe jersey going into next year. do you because... still have
1: one for Jacoby Ellsbury?
2: No, hell no. I didn't buy that jersey, <laughs> especially coming from the Red Sox. I was looking at him with a side eye from the beginning. No, you Come on, you have one. I was in the fan cave that year, and the kid that was in the fan cave with me, Ben Barker, I'll I'll never forget. He used to call Jacoby Ellsbury boo-boo boy. He said he's always got a boo-boo. He's never going to play for you guys. He's always hurt. He's always got a boo-boo. And you signed him to his contract. I'm like, I didn't sign him. I don't know what he's going to be. So, no, I didn't get that Jacoby Ellsbury jersey. But, yes, love Harrison Bader going on MLB Network, MLB Central, high heat. He's doing his media rounds uh DJ and Trevino just won gold gloves uh Trevino won the fielding bible award he'll be back he DJ you up. hope that next year he'll be back and healthy for the whole season he's missed the last two postseasons, which sucks but you know these guys are now in the offseason fully uh some of them sent out there you know end of season messages it didn't end the way we wanted but we were making memories and yeah 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 um (laughs) we'll see what happens with cashman and boone on friday and we'll come back and we'll talk about who's staying who's going Ben and uh you know even rizzo is rizzo going to be back we don't know um we'll, we'll find out soon on uh baseball z
1: That's us, BXB Baseball, Bronx Baseball. Uh, It's the Yankees podcast from Odyssey and from WFAN. And uh, you can catch us here. Um, We will come back when the Boone and Cashman media availability, which uh, according to Andy Martino is Friday, um, uh, when that's complete. We will uh, wrap that up as well. And a lot. we just, listen, we just touched on it. Judge, all these other free agents, a lot of business for the Yankees to attend to, uh, and we will be covering it all winter long. Uh, Appreciate those of you who have been uh, joining us from the beginning and found us along the way and hope you keep coming back for more. He's Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Our producer is Ryan Chichester. Remember, Remember to subscribe, rate, review, download, follow, Everything you can do to a podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you do it and come back for more. Thanks for listening.